Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps service providers to level up their Instagram game and become more confident at it. In this podcast, you learn about the latest updates and trends in the social media space and get a glimpse into my life as a social media manager and coach. Let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. It's not a secret that lots of business owners and content creators, for that matter, struggle with content creation. It's hard to come up with engaging, interesting content for your business day after day, week after week, month after month. In this episode, we are going to talk about a topic that has helped me a lot when it comes to content creation and something that I am doing for my clients as well to help them feel less burned out and so we get to maximize the things that they are already putting out there. And that is repurposing content. In June, so when this episode comes out a few weeks ago, I have taken on a new client and normally what I do for my social media management clients is that I come up with a strategy for them, I create their posts, I make all of the graphics, edit reels, make carousel posts, all of those things. And I will also post the content for them. But for this new client, we have a bit of a different workflow and I'm solely managing the content. So what I do is I really come up with a strategy. I say which posts have to go onto which platforms, what they should look like, and I write the captions. And then the rest of the team of my client that consists of VAs, graphic designers, there's a video editor, they will come in and take care of the execution. They will schedule, uh, post manually, etc. So what I basically do in this position is I get a blog post from the client or a longer video or something like that and I repurpose that into social media content. I do this for other clients as well to some degree. For example, for my client who's a copywriter, um, whenever she would write a blog post about a certain topic, I would use that blog post to come up uh, with a story or maybe even a carousel post or even repurpose that into a reel. So as I said, I normally do that as well for my clients, but not to such a large degree. Since I've been doing a lot more repurposing slash strategizing in the last month, and I see lots of confusion about how to actually repurpose content and what that actually means, I thought I would record a podcast episode for you with a step-by-step -step plan on how to go about making the most of your content so you don't get burned out with social media and quit after two months. Little spoiler ahead, repurposing doesn't mean posting the exact same thing all over the different platforms, nor does it mean just taking an old post and literally posting the same image, the same text, the same hashtags. That is not what I mean with repurposing. Okay, let's dive into this. The first step that you need to take when it comes to repurposing is to determine how often you want to post in that particular month if you want to plan a whole month ahead, which is what I would recommend if you want to do this repurposing thing on a bigger scale and not just week by week. So let's say you want to do three posts a week that would then be 12 posts in that particular month. So now you have defined that and now we can start filling these 12 empty posts with some content. That is step number two. 
In the second step, what I want you to do is um, before you even think of when you're going to post which content, you're going to have a look at important dates that are coming up in that upcoming month. For example, you might be launching a new course or there is an important date like your one year business anniversary. Who knows? Or just one of the days that you shouldn't miss in the upcoming month that I always post that fits really well with your niche that you want to use. Any important date that you shouldn't really miss should go into your content calendar first. And filling in these dates into your content calendar can already give you an indication of what kind of content you should be posting um, on those dates. And it will also show you how much other content you still need to come up with in the month. Here's an example. So my client is a book author and in the month of June, she launched a new book in the US. We put a date into the calendar and obviously the days leading up to the launch, we wanted to warm up her audience to the book launch. We knew that the few posts in the beginning of the month leading up to that particular date had to be about the book launch, preparing people for it, bringing awareness to the fact that there was going to be a new book and all that. If you put these dates into your calendar, you already have a few pieces of content and in this way you also make sure that you don't miss out on warming up your audience for important events like that. Now you have your dates and you might already have a few pieces of content that you have sketched out. The third thing I want you to do now is to make a list of all the big content pieces that are coming out or that you're planning to bring out in that month. What do I mean with big content pieces? An example for that could be um, a blog post. In general, a big, in quotation marks, content piece is something that you can draw multiple snippets from and reuse in different formats anywhere else. Another big content piece could be a YouTube video or, for example, a podcast episode. In general, I would say pieces of content that are longer than just a social media post. So for a video longer than a minute or so, up to, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Let's have a look at an example. So in July, you want to publish four blog posts and two YouTube videos, which I think is quite doable. Now you have six large pieces of content. And as you remember, we said that we wanted to post 12 posts on our social media in that month. So with the six larger content pieces, that tells you that you can make two pieces out of each of the bigger ones and that would mean that you are covered for the whole month. It's that easy. <laughs> now in the next step, we're gonna have a look at how you can actually make that bigger piece of content into smaller pieces that you can then use on your social media channels. Now in step number four, we come to the part that I think most people struggle with, and that is understanding how you can use these bigger pieces of content to make smaller pieces. <laughs> I'm going to give you a few examples on how you could approach this, but in the end, it comes down to practicing this a little bit as well and having an open mind and seeing opportunities by yourself. 
believe me, some months you're not gonna see lots of content opportunities. I have that as well. And then other months you're just gonna have way too many and you could fill 20 posts in that month. So it's a bit of a practice thing and I can guarantee you that you will get better at it with time. Let's have a look at another example. So you have a blog post that describes five mistakes that your audience makes when it comes to a certain thing. For example, five mistakes that new business owners make when they start out on social media. That could be one of my blog posts. Now you can think of how you can use that blog post and make it into a post for social media. If you want to make it really easy for yourself, you could just repurpose that blog post into a post that is five mistakes that your audience makes. But what you could also do is just take one of these mistakes and talk about that one mistake in a post. One of the mistakes might be that they get, that they get burned out with content creation. <laughs> so you can make a whole post where you talk about this specific mistake. Obviously, you can take snippets from the blog post, but you can also write a completely different text. That's up to you. And you also have to see how well that fits into the social media post. Obviously, this mistake could also be a reel. You could either talk in that reel, so a bit of a uh, talking reel with some nice music in the background, or you could use it with a trending audio, make a bit of a lip sync reel out of it. That's again up to you. In this blog post, you have five mistakes, right? So in theory, you can make five pieces of content from that if you take one mistake and make that into a post. So as I said, obviously, you can also just make one post out of it, but that's a bit the skill here um, with this whole repurposing thing to see how many posts you need and how you're gonna structure this. So as I said, some months you're gonna be a bit more inspired. So you might only take two mistakes out of the blog post and you find lots of other ideas. And then in other months you might just take all five of them and use all five mistakes in different posts. And the beauty about this is that you can make one mistake into a carousel post, you can put another one into a reel. Doesn't necessarily have to be all the same format. One might even be a story, or you could even, if you are feeling very adventurous, go live and talk about one of these mistakes. And the nice thing about this is also that you can always redirect people to the blog post if they wanna read more or the other mistakes. So it's good because you don't have to come up with lots of new ideas and you drive traffic to your blog as well. Now let's look at a YouTube video for another example of a big content piece. So you might have a YouTube channel. Um, I don't have one, but lots of big businesses and entrepreneurs have one. And let's say you're posting one video per week. So this video, again, let's just <laughs> go with the same topic, has some mistakes that your audience is making. And you can now take snippets from that video that you could then repurpose into a reel or even post that snippet um, on your stories or even both. You could also take some points from that video and make those into a written post. So instead of taking a snippet from the video, just write a caption based on what you're saying in the video. Some other ideas could be making a reel with a snippet from your podcast that is also very popular at the moment or repurposing a blog post into a quick story. 
The possibilities really are endless. And as I said in the beginning, it's really about finding these opportunities and being able to have an open mind of what you could be doing. If you really don't have any ideas of how you can repurpose your content, have a look at the big creators and the big businesses in your niche and see how they are doing it. I can guarantee you that all of these bigger entrepreneurs use this strategy. They don't come up with endless posts every single month. They try to reuse their bigger important pieces of content and make those into social media posts. And mostly they will also have a social media manager who just gets these blog posts, YouTube videos, podcast episodes sent to them and they will make a social media post out of those. So that would be the ideal way of how you approach your um, content. And the thing is, with time, you're also going to get a bit of a better feel when it comes to writing blog posts that aren't only really good for SEO and really helpful for your audience, but that also make good social media posts. So that's also a bit of a learning curve to find posts that you can easily make into social media content then in the end. I can give you one tip already, something like a list. So five mistakes, three things I often see, red flags, three learnings. Lists work really well for that purpose. Okay, the most difficult part is now behind us and that means that we can now move on to the fifth step, which is sketching out all of your posts and determining what you need for each one of them. At the end of this step, ideally, you would have a full content calendar that says, post number one is going to be the first mistake that I mentioned in blog post number one. The second post is going to be a snippet from podcast episode number five. And the third post of the week is going to be mistake number two from blog post number one, etc. And once you have sketched out all of your posts like this, you want to determine what you need for each one of them. As an example, you want to post a reel with a snippet from your podcast. So what you will need for that is, first of all, the audio snippet from the podcast and ideally a video with that as well. Then you still need to write a caption and you might also need a cover for your reel still. That depends if you want to choose that from the video or upload a separate one. You do that for all of your posts and then you can move on to the next step, which is creating the actual content pieces. In step number six, you create your graphics, you record any videos, reels, take snippets from a bigger video or from your podcast, and you might also take some photos of your products or of yourself if you are a service-based business. This also has the advantage that you can batch. Everyone is always talking about batching and about how great it is for your productivity and how it helps you to not have to switch back and forth between different tasks. Once you have that list of posts, you could have a look at all the graphics that you need and you could do a graphic creation session to maximize the effect of being in the flow of designing graphics. And then on another day, you could focus on recording all of the videos. So you only have to get video ready once. This is something that I do as well. So 
most of the times, this is a little bit of a secret that only you podcast listeners are going to know, I mostly record my mini training Tuesday either on Monday or Tuesday morning. So when it goes online around 6 p.m. usually, I probably will already be in my pajamas or comfy outfit without any makeup. So what you're seeing on Instagram is actually a lie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean... It's still me, it's mostly recorded a few hours earlier, so I don't need to be all dolled up in the evening still after my workday. So that is another big advantage why I like this repurposing uh, strategy or method if you want. Okay, we have one last step in this whole process, which is either scheduling your posts, so you don't have to post them while you're doing other things like me, laying on the sofa, reading, watching Netflix, something like that, and it still goes out uh, during a time where your followers are the most active. Or you can post them manually, for example, like a reel, which you unfortunately cannot schedule yet, but you can at least prepare the reel so it is ready to go out and it only takes you a few seconds to post it. What I mean with preparing the reel to be posted is to have the edited video, obviously, ideally, to have it sitting in your drafts uh, with the cover ready, with the caption and the hashtags in there, all ready to go. So you just have to click post when it is supposed to go out. And that's it. Now you have planned and prepared a whole month of content without getting burned out and without having to come up with endless ideas for content. One thing you might be worrying about is that it might get repetitive so that your followers are seeing similar content on different platforms or that they feel like you're always talking about the same topics. From my experience, first of all, not everyone is always going to see each piece of content that you put out. And secondly, something that we always like to do in marketing is to have an effect of repetition because people rarely click on a link the first time they see it or listen to a podcast episode the first time you announce it. They need a bit of repetition or little reminders, if you will. It's not a bad thing to have different touch points with your followers on different platforms and at different moments in time. In fact, you should be aiming for that. I hope you found this episode helpful. One last tip I can give you is to set up your content calendar in a way that allows you to have a bit of an overview of your content. I find it really, really easy to use Trello for that and my clients uh, would agree with that. They love it as well. I have um, different lists in my Trello board and each list is one platform. So for example, the first list would be Facebook, the second one Instagram, the third one TikTok and then so on. Like this, I can see, okay, I have a Facebook post that could also be repurposed into an Instagram post. I can easily copy the caption, put them onto a new Instagram post, edit it from there, and that's that. I find that really easy and convenient, and it also makes the whole process faster, and you have a better overview of what goes out when and where. You can even add due dates, you can tag other people in your team, you can assign stuff to people, have checklists, labels, all the good stuff. Let me know if you're going to try out this way of making content. I strongly recommend it because you can dish out a few bigger pieces of content, whether that is blog posts, podcast episodes or YouTube videos, and then go from there instead of struggling to find content pieces every day of the week. 
Thanks for listening. I appreciate you listening to my podcast every single episode. And I will hear you next time when it's again time to talk socials.